0: For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Not just our Savior, but our personal Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. And the saints said, Amen, Amen, Amen. We may take our seats in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to Jesus. God is good. And all the time. What a nice song. One day. One One way. One way. Hallelujah. All All day. All day. Yes. All day now. All day now. I don't care what you say about me. It's all right. I don't care what you think about me. It's all right. One day you'll get it. I love you, Lord. I'll read my Bible and pray every day. Hallelujah. You and I must read our Bibles and pray every day. But not all men have faith. But may you and I have faith. Because we read our Bibles and we pray every day. When you and I read our Bibles and we pray every day, we will get to know God. And we will not get to know what God likes. We will get to know what God does not like. When you and I get to know what God likes, we will do what God likes. If you, when you and I get to know what God does not like, we will not do what God does not like. Hallelujah. But we know that God likes us to read our Bible and pray every day. Hallelujah. How to please God, part six. Hallelujah. How to please God, part six. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his word. Hallelujah. I think we should sing that song again uh, uh, all day. Hallelujah. How to please God. First letter of Apostle Paul through the Holy Ghost to the church at Thessalonica chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. You yourselves know, dear brothers and sisters, that our visit to you was not a failure. You know how badly we have been treated at Philippi just before we came to you and how much we suffered there, yet our God gave us the courage to declare his good news to you boldly in spite of great opposition hallelujah in spite of great opposition the the, the good news must be preached boldly Amen. hallelujah Amen. so you can see we were not preaching with any deceit or impure motives or trickery there are some who do the work of God with impure motives with deceit with wrong motives or impure motives and trickery but Apostle Paul was saying, just like I am saying, that so you can see we were not preaching with any deceit or impure motives or trickery. For we speak as messengers approved by God, not men, but approved by God. Thank God. For we speak as messengers approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May God entrust us more and more with the, glo- the gospel to preach the gospel to every nation in the world before he calls us, no matter the cost, to go to Australia, to go to Russia, to go to South Korea, to go to China. I don't know how, but God opens doors, so many doors, and I believe that God will open doors in every nation. Hallelujah. So that JHMC will preach Jesus to all nations, and will win millions of souls, hundreds of millions of souls for Jesus. Hallelujah. For we speak as messengers approved by God to be entrusted with the good news. Our purpose is to please God. That's all. The purpose is to please God. So you and I, we must purpose to please God, not people. My goal in life is to please God, And I am desiring more and more for the goal to be stronger. It's not where it needs to be, but it sure ain't where it used to be. He alone examines the motives of our hearts. So it means that from now on, let's not examine the motive of someone's heart. Because it's only God who who examines the motives of our hearts. So from now on, may I not... May you not, may no one examine the motives of another man or woman. Because that right, that is for God alone. God is the one, he, he alone deserves that right to examine the motives of our hearts. Because he sees everything. He knows the thoughts and the intent of our hearts. So how can I judge or examine the motives of someone's heart when I don't know what is in my own heart? to know what is in someone else's heart oh glory to god this is exciting amen so it's important to seek to please god now let's continue the first way to please god and the most important way to please god is to love god and each other hallelujah to love god and each other Romans 5, 5 says, and this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us, because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. And then we know from 1 Corinthians 13:13, 13, 13, the Bible says, now there remains three things. Now there remains faith, hope, and love, these three, and the greatest of these is love. So you and I must love God. The most important thing for you and I to do is to love God. Now, when you love God, you please him. That's why the greatest commandment is to love God and then love your neighbor. Because once you love God, you please God. Because you only try to please the one you love. Who? Glory. You only try to please the one you love. And when you love God, you would seek to please him. Hallelujah. So let's desire to do that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Number two, let's serve God. Let's serve him. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is the great thing to serve the Lord. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's workmanship. We are God's handiwork. We are God's masterpiece. For we are his masterpiece. We are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus unto good works which god had before ordained that we should walk in them so let's serve god and please him we serve god and it pleases god apostle paul said whether we are in the body or outside the body whatever we do all we do is to please god and to get the approval of god the one who matters is god he is the one who matters when he approves of you and i that is the story. That, that There's nothing more important than God approving of you and I. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three, taking care of and helping our parents. Hallelujah. 1 Timothy 5, 4 says, But if she has children or grandchildren, their first responsibility is to show godliness at home and repay their parents by taking care of them. This is something that pleases yes. God. First Timothy 5, 1 to 4. I just read verse 4. And Colossians 3, 26. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Ephesians 6, 1 to 4. Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord, for this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, biological, things will go well or biological or anyone who played the role of a biological father or mother. Hallelujah. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you and you will have a long life on the earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up in the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. So let's look after our parents. Number four is what? How you live, think, and make decisions. Many people think as if they will remain on earth forever. Many people live their lives as if earth is the final destination. But earth is not our home. We are just a passing through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then we read from the Good News Translation, or let's look at verse 6 to 8 from King James. It says, "For To set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind in the spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God, then good news explains it to be controlled by the human nature you cannot please god why mouth new testament those who are absorbed with earthly things cannot please god so i want to encourage us to be spiritually minded or you know mind the things of the spirit and not earthly minded next will be Being filled with the knowledge of God's will. I will mention that before we continue. Being filled with the knowledge of God's will. Hallelujah. I think we skipped faith, right? Faith is the next one. But let's go on to, so faith is the next one. Uh, uh, Hebrews 11:6 says, For without faith it is impossible to please him. So you and I must have faith, and having faith will please God. Hallelujah. Because when you have faith, you you, you do things that you would not have done if you did not have faith. And working with God requires you and I to do things that are not comfortable. Working with God will cause us to do things that are difficult. Working with God and working in faith will cause us to do certain things which we would not want to do or which does not sound logical, or which does not sound reasonable. So that's why it pleases God, because Noah, he had faith. It pleased God, because Noah, it it hadn't rained for hundreds of years, and God said it's going to rain, so build an ark. The whole world rejected what God said. Only Noah accepted it, and Noah saved his household because of faith. So faith is a very, very powerful thing. So it pleases God because when we, as human beings, we are trying to do impossible things. And it's very difficult to not only do impossible things, but do things that don't make sense to the human mind. So that's why we need faith. I mean, it has not rained. How can I believe a voice that says it's going to rain, and you need to build an ark? Moses you 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 are you you have been raised up in Egypt as the prince of Egypt it doesn't and, and you, the, the treasures of Egypt are at your disposal you 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 are you are, you are like the, you, are, you are a family member of the pharaoh who was in those days seen as a god how can you leave such a thing to say i'm going to suffer affliction with the children of god it doesn't make sense so you need faith and that is what pleases god hallelujah and 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 all the heroes of faith, you see, Abraham. It doesn't make sense. Leave your father's house to go where? Go where are you going? But God said, "Leave your father's house, and I will show you a place." But it, uh, uh, God didn't say. We know how such people will end. Abraham. Abraham, just follow what God said. Right. Hallelujah. And when Abraham left, God blessed Abraham. Hallelujah. It doesn't mean everyone who leaves God will bless you. You have to make sure it's God. Hallelujah. Abraham left. It takes faith. Hallelujah. It takes a lot of faith. Now, to sacrifice your son Isaac or Isaac on the altar. When God said that, my promise will be through Isaac. How can, how, how can it be? My promise. I'm, I'm, in fact, the Mashiach, the seed, not as many. God promised Abraham that his seed will be as many and as numerous as the stars in the sand in the seashore. But then God also said something important. God said that through your seed, not many, but one, all the nations of the earth will be blessed through your seed. And that's why Apostle Paul said, not seed as of many, but seed as of one, which is Christ. So God told Abraham that from Isaac, all the nations of the earth will be blessed through the Mashiach, the seed, the Christ, who will come through you. Nevertheless, he's going to come from a massive amount of pe- number of people who also come through you. Hallelujah. So the nation of Israel or the, the people of Israel were going to come out of Abraham, his loins. And nevertheless, out of the people of Israel, there's going to come a seed. And that seed is Christ. But that was going to come through Isaac. And yet God says, kill Isaac. So Abraham was like, you uh, know, confused. How can God, God cannot lie. God said, I should kill my son Isaac. But this is the same person God said that the promise will be true. How is this possible? Well, the only way this can happen is that God wants me to kill him. And then God will raise him from the dead. Because God cannot lie. That's what Abraham thought. And then God said, now I know that you fear God. And that you've not withheld your only son from me. Then the blessing started. Then the seed will come through you. So faith, you can put your hands together for the Lord. So f- faith is, is, is a very powerful force. And, and heaven responds to faith. Even when Jesus was not ready to do something. He was not ready, ready to perform his first miracle. He wanted to wait a bit. But faith provoked it. And the mother Mary knew that, look, As for God, the son. So long as you activate faith in him, he will do it. So Jesus said, woman, it is not yet my time. I am not supposed to show myself. I'm not supposed to perform a miracle. So please don't ask me to turn water into wine. Please don't ask me to do that. Then the mother said, you know what? Don't don't worry. God is God. Just Just listen to whatever he sees. Then Jesus was kind of like, oh, these people, I don't want to do it, but faith will work anyway. So take the, the, the jars, fill them with water, and serve it. So he asked the, the person to do, and the, the, the people to do an impossible thing. I mean, how can you take water? Imagine you serve water to the, 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 hon- the honorable servants or the, the guests of honor. You serve water to them. It will be an insult. You lose your job. They'll kick you out of the town. You will never be able to get a job again because that is an insult. But take, take, take the uh, uh, pots, pour water in them, and then serve. So if you want God to, to be pleased and to act on your faith, then you must do something extraordinary. So God said, do it. Do the difficult thing. Just do the difficult thing. And the people did it, and it was the best wine they had. So you and I must realize that faith is very, very important. Faith is so important that the devil is not able to withstand faith. Faith is so important that it is the only thing that can quench every fiery dart of the devil. It pleases God. Hebrews 11:6. but without faith, it is impossible. It is impossible to please God. It is impossible to please God. You and I cannot Please God without faith. If you know that God wants you to do something, and you do it, you please God. God says, do this difficult thing. God, how can I do it? I don't know how I'm going to do it. But I'll do it. Because you said so. And God will always provide for you. God will always provide for you. There are many impossible things. There are many things God has said I should do, and God always makes a way where there seems to be no way. All the time. All the time. Hallelujah. God always brings help somehow because it is a God thing, not a man thing. Hallelujah. So in the same way, you and I, if God wants you to do something, do not be afraid of what the outcome will be. Do not be afraid of what you lose. Just do it. Noah lost his reputation. Because they laughed at him. They mocked him. I mean, you are a crazy old man. You You are a joke. Anytime as he's building the ark, they are laughing at him. The people are mocking him. This man is crazy. So his children will come from school and be angry with Noah. Dad, why are you doing this? I mean, they, they were very upset with him. Everyone is laughing at us. It is not rain for so long. How can you, the weather forecast, there's no uh, uh, rain in, in sight. How can you say that th- th- there's rain? <laughs> Even the Nephilim who, and the fallen ones who have come from the skies, they also see that there is no rain coming. The fallen ones have seen it. And they've testified most of the time, the fallen ones, when they say something, you can see that it's happening. Now the fallen ones or, or the watchers have seen that there's no rain. And you are telling us that there are, there's, there's going to be rain. But Noah said, I do mind you. I'll keep doing it. I'll keep doing it. I'll keep doing it. I'll keep doing it. And he did it. And he's part of the heroes of faith. So faith is very, very important. You and I must say to ourselves that no matter what, as for faith, I would make sure that I walk in faith. Anything that will prevent me from walking in faith, I will try to avoid it. Anything that will prevent me from walking in faith, I will try to avoid it. Look at Abel's sacrifice. It was more acceptable than Cain's. So it means that you and I can serve God. You and I can labor for God with all our hearts. But if it's not in faith in God... It will count, but very little. Versus someone who does something small, but only because God said it. There's a difference. There's a difference in serving because God said it and serving because you have been told to do it. Total difference. Abel offered and Cain offered sacrifices to God. Let's look at uh, um, Hebrews chapter 11, verse. Verse uh, 2. No, sorry, let's just start. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Through faith we, next verse, good, that's verse what, 5, or is it 4? 4. four. Okay, by faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through faith. But in Genesis, it didn't explain what happened, just like Enoch. All we know in Genesis is that Abel and Cain, Cain took of the the fruit and offered it to God, salads and vegetables, and Abel took, killed, a very, very special calf or a uh, uh, steak killed uh, an animal and sacrificed it to God. All we know is that God was pleased with Abel's and rejected Cain's. Now, it can look like it was because it was uh, an animal killed versus salad. But Hebrews explains exactly what the problem was. Maybe it was supposed to be a to be, to be, uh, steak and He decided to do his own thing. We don't know. But what we know is that it was Abel offered it in faith. Wow, this is going to please God. Let me offer it to God because I want to please God. I want to give this offering to God because I know that it will be acceptable to God. Maybe Cain was like, oh, okay, my father said I should offer the sacrifice. Uh, 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 Adam says offer the sacrifice. Okay, let me just offer something. Let me get a few salads. Let me give it to God. So God was pleased with Abel's and rejected Cain's. So you and I, as we are sacrificing in God's house, God sees our sacrifices differently. Why are we sacrificing? Why am I sacrificing? Why are you sacrificing? The the, the motives decide whether God is pleased with us or not. What do you think? So God accepted Abel's and rejected Cain's. Verse 5. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found. So there are examples like that. Because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that that he pleased God. That he pleased God. That he pleased God to the next, next verse. For without faith, it is impossible to please him. It is impossible to please him. Without faith, we cannot please God. When you are going somewhere, you are doing something, do it in faith. God said it. I, I believe that this is what God wants you to do. I'll do it. I believe it. It doesn't make sense. Even if you are afraid, you, you do it. Yeah, because God said it. I'm afraid, but I'll do it because God said I should do it. That pleases God. I don't think it will work because it's not work for A, B, C, D, but because God said it. At thy word. At thy word. I'll put the nets here. At thy word. I don't, it doesn't make sense. I don't know how it's going to work, but at thy word. You said it, so I'll do it. Faith. Otherwise, 0% chance, impossible to please me, 0%. 0% probability of pleasing God without faith. You can obey, of course, obedience, if you have faith, you will obey. Hallelujah. What do you think? It's very, very important. So I want to encourage us to work on our faith walk. Walk on your faith walk. Let's walk on our faith walk. God said, do this. God said, go here. God said, don't do this. God said, don't do that. You follow the instructions and God is happy. Because you did what God said do. Or you did not do what God said don't do. Oh, hallelujah. Faith is a powerful force. Very, very, very powerful. Next, we'll we'll talk about faith later on some more. Being filled with the knowledge of God's will, so that we will walk worthy of the Lord to bring about our pleasing the Lord. Colossians 1, 7 to 11. This is very powerful. As ye also learned of Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ, who also declared unto us your love in the Spirit, for this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, so that or that he might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing the knowledge of God. So this series is as a result of my Bibles, uh, my quiet time on Colossians chapter 1. I reached verse 11. I got stuck. I couldn't move. after to now, I've not moved past this for uh, 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 almost a month on Colossians chapter 1. That's where we are getting this message. Then I saw... Ah, to please the Lord. This is what I'm looking for. I'm finding ways to please him. So let me dig into it to find out how to please the Lord. Hallelujah. I can't share oh, all. It's a lot. Hallelujah. But the knowledge of his will. The knowledge of God's will. We must know and desire to know. You see, We must know and desire to know God's word and his will for us. What do I mean by that? You, 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 we all know about Acts, which says that after God removed Saul, he found David, the son of Jesse. Thank God that my name is David. So you can put your name there too. But he found David, the son of uh, 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 Professor Saki, <laughs> uh, 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 who will fulfill all his will all his will the son of jesse he found david the son of jesse who would fulfill all his will and he he gave david the testimony that david will fulfill my will so you and i should also put our names there and desire that god will use us to fulfill his will now god has a will for every individual my the god's will for me is different from god's will for you every single person has what god has brought them onto this earth to do so we can't follow and say this person is doing this so therefore i must do this if we are not careful we will miss out on what god has called us to do so david found out what god's will, will was for him which was to be king of israel god anointed him to be king So God also has anointed or should anoint or is wanting to anoint the Christians to fulfill his will for their lives. Hallelujah. Now the question is, what is God's will for you? What is God's will for me? You and I need to pray about it, hours of prayer about it, and find out what God's will is for you. When you find it out and and you do it, you please the Lord. Now the question is, how do you get to do his will? How do you find it out? You find it out by praying about it and seeking to know it. Seeking to know God's will through the spirit of wisdom and knowledge. Just like the verse says. For this course, in fact, Colossians 1, let's look at 7 to 11 in NLT. This is where this whole thing began, this whole series. So Ephraphas, our much-loved co-worker, was the one who brought you the good news. He preached the gospel to them, and they got saved through him. He is Christ's faithful servant, and he is helping us in your place. He is the one who taught us about great about the great love for others that the Holy Spirit has given you. Now, this love is so important because Apostle Paul decided and his people decided to pray for them because of the love they were showing. So, wow, I've heard that you are displaying love to people. Wow, because you are displaying love to people, I'm going to pray for you for this reason, so that you, this will happen to you. Did you get that? So apostle paul finds out that the church at Colossae, the members are walking in love towards others then apostle paul says wow because you have decided to walk in love towards others i'm going to pray for you that you will know the mystery of god's will and you will fulfill his will and you will please the lord so you are loving others okay good i'm now going to pray for you so that everything you do will result in you pleasing the lord Hallelujah. So we have continued praying for you. Ever since we first heard about you, we ask God to give you a complete understanding of what he wants you to do in your lives. If you don't pray about it, how you get it? And we ask him to make you wise with spiritual wisdom. Next verse then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord. And you will continually, glory, do good, kind things for others. All the while you will learn to know God, uh, glory to God, better and better and better. So you will see clearly, when you understand God's will, You will live in a way that honors and pleases God. Not man, God. And you will, glory to God, you will continually do good. And kind and good, you will continually do good, kind things for others. Oh, do good and kind things. God is so pleased when we do kind things for others who cannot repay us. When we do good and kind things. Hey! When you get opportunity to do good and kind things for others. It's a blessing. Especially those who cannot repay. When someone cannot repay. And you are able to do good and kind things for them. The pleasing of the Lord is quadrupled. Or multiplied thousandfold. Because I can do something for you, because I know you eventually get up and pay me and maybe give me more. <laughs> yeah. I th- is it Independence Day, the movie? Was it part two? Mm-hmm. Yes, with Will Smith, the Independence Day. Wasn't, that's Independence Day. One of those movies, the president's wife, there was some accident. She, she was about to die, and she saved her. Vivica Fox, or whatever acted that movie, she she saved the president's wife. Now, after saving the president's wife, as you are saving her, you know what will happen after. You are not going to, she's not going to give you a tap in the back and say bye-bye, after saving her. So sometimes, of course, it's good to save people who can help you. It's good to help people who can help you back. But the greatest reward is to help someone who cannot there is no way of them paying you back. If you have to choose between the two, who will you choose and what is the motive? Of course, it depends on how urgent it is. But if they are all equal, who will you choose? And why will you choose it? Then we will live out and do the things we need to do to fulfill god will look at acts thirteen twenty two but god removed him if let 's look at eleven to to oh uh sorry yeah let's take let, let's twenty twenty let's look at twenty from twenty to twenty two all this took about 450 years after that judges ruled until the time of samuel the prophet then the people begged for a king and god gave them Saul, son of kish so god that was god's permissive will not his perfect will because it it was not supposed to be from kish i mean from from benjamin the tribe of benjamin it was supposed to be from the tribe of judah did not god uh, was there not a prophecy about the lion's whelp, the scepter not departing from Judah, nor a lawgiver from uh, uh, between his feet until Messiah comes? And yet the fo- David was not ready because he was from the tri- glory, he was from the tribe of Judah. But they forced God to give case, That's why he didn't turn out well. Then the people begged for a king, and God gave them Saul, son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, who reigned for 40 years. Next verse. But God removed him from the kingship and replaced him with David, a man about whom God said, David, the son of Jesse, is a man after my own heart for, for, or why is he a man after my own heart? For he will do everything I want him to do. Glory to God. So that statement, David was a man after God's own heart, was not only because he loved God, but because he would do everything I want him to. I pray that you and I, we will fulfill. I, 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 I was praying to God recently. I said, God, I will not go. I, I, will not allow, I cannot go until I finish what you want me to do. <laughs> and I'm, even when I finish, let me do just, relaxing service i'm not going anywhere hey hallelujah to jesus at least your will for my life must be complete it must be complete it must be complete that should be what matters that that should be our number one goal then god will say you are then god will mention your name and say Joel, you are a man after my own heart because you will do everything I want you to do. I thought you put your hands together for Jesus. All from quiet time. When we read and study God's word to know his will, which is his will or his word, We will study the things that are rightfully ours since the will of God is active and in force. What am I saying? When we read God's word, we will know what his will is. And we will know what our inheritance is. And we will walk in them. So it's very, very important for us to desire to know his will. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm talking about. It is important. God, show me Your will for my life. Lord, I want to fulfill all Your will for me. Give me the heart to search for Your will and to fulfill it. Kenneth hagen he had not, I, he had not even entered into his all the phases of his ministry at a point. Until God directed him. And he said that there are many pastors who live and die not even moving to their second phase of ministry. Or they never even get to do what God has called them to do. So it is by we as individuals praying and searching and of course seeking counsel so that God will direct us to his will his plans, his purposes for our lives. This will please the Lord. Then we will walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. We are not talking about just serving God and not increasing in the knowledge of God. We are not talking about just work, 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 but not increasing in the knowledge of God. There is a knowledge of God that God wants us to know. God wants us to seek to know him. It is not just about service. It is not just about service. I was having a pastor's conference and I was telling them that what matters is not just the work. God chose us first to be with him and then sent them forth. So the apostles were chosen to first be with Jesus. Then Jesus sent them forth. Many of us feel that God chose us to first send us before being with him. It's the other way around. You and I need the source of our strength Jesus Christ, we need to get from him. We need to be energized by him. We need to be fed by him. We need to make sure that the needful thing is in us, which will not be taken away. When we allow the needful thing of his word to be in us, so that we can know him more, so that we can relate with him more, oh, glory to God. When he sends us, he's sending us with power. Prepared so you and I, our duty is to know him. Those who want God to, 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 to uh, use them, we, we must first seek to know God. We must know him through his word. We must desire to know him. We must seek to know him. That he might walk worthy. Use NLT. Worthy. Let me read this verse again. A very beautiful verse. verse. Let's start from verse 9. So we have continued praying for you. Ever since we first heard about you, we ask God to give you complete understanding of what he wants you to do. So a point should come in the Christian's life where you and I have complete understanding in what God wants us to do. We must have complete, complete understanding in what God wants us to do. In our lives and we ask him to make you wise with spiritual wisdom so it's not just earthly wisdom but make you wise with a certain type of wisdom with spiritual wisdom because there is a difference between earthly wisdom and spiritual wisdom James also explains that earthly wisdom is separate from spiritual wisdom in fact let's keep it in Colossians uh, what verse is this chapter 1 verse what? 10. Let me show you something in James. Look at James. Am I preaching to somebody here? James chapter 3. Let's look at from verse 15. Okay, verse 16. 17, I believe is where it starts. But the wisdom, uh, use NLT, please. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure. It is also peace-loving. Gentle at all times. And willing to yield to others. It is full. I, I hope that those who are listening are finding out whether they have earthly wisdom or heavenly wisdom. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure. And this is not because my, my ideology or my thoughts on your thoughts are rubbish compared to what the Bible is saying. So let's not raise uh, uh, our thoughts above the knowledge of Christ. Because then i pull it down in the name of jesus according to second corinthians chapter 10 verse one to four but the wisdom that comes from our heaven is first of all pure it is also peace loving gentle at all times and willing to yield to others it is full of mercy and good deeds it shows no partiality and is always sincere one of the things i try to do with all my heart is to be sincere. Because I'm not God, I'll miss it a few times. But at least, if an angel comes and says that, I don't decide to say, I'll I'll question the angel. (laughs) I'll question the angel. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Next verse. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of goodness. Please continue. That's it. Okay. Hallelujah. Now go back to Colossians 1.10. I don't know I'm preaching to somebody. Then the way you live will always honor, meaning that what you do will honor God. What you do, when people, by the time you finish what you are doing, people will honor God because of what you've done. People will say, God, I bless you, God, for what this person has done. God, I bless you. I thank you for this person. I thank you. What you do will will honor God. Yes, it will honor God. God will be honored because of you. Glory to God. People will say, God, I bless you and I thank you. I thank you for X. I thank you for Y. What you do will please and honor God. That is what I want to do. Not all the different things that go on. And you will continually do good. Glory. That's what I'm aiming for. I hope that's what you're aiming for. That's, that's the goal. Not that we have arrived. We are aiming for that. And we are trying to do what we need to do to do it. We are not there yet. Otherwise, who knows, we'll be translated by now. Kind things for others. Kind. Let's be kind. Let's be kind. Let us be kind. All the while, you will learn. You will learn. You will learn to know God better and better. You and I, we can only know God through deep, quiet revelation as we get into his word, as we spend time in prayer, as we, 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 we are still before the Lord. You can't get to know God in church, per se. I'm talking about no god where god speaks to you god will speak to you a few words yeah uh, uh, the anointing is f- uh, uh, pe- things are flowing power there's a power of god then that's yeah the lord or oh, god will speak to you you know a- yes that's that those are there but we are talking about to know him better and better that one it, it comes from your quiet time it comes from your personal time with god and god speaks to you and i and when he speaks to us He reveals it to us, our spiritual wisdom and understanding. We will have understanding of God's will. We will have understanding of God's will, which is in his word, glory to God, and God's will for our lives. I said God's will for our lives. I I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. God's will for your life. God has a plan for you and I. And when we desire it, when we accept it, we please the Lord into all pleasing the way you live then then your lifestyle the way you live the way you live your life will please the Lord and will honor the Lord may your life and my life honor God may our lives bring honor to God may people rejoice and be glad and magnify the Lord imagine people are magnifying the Lord because of you People are saying, God, we rejoice. You are good. God, you are good because of you. Because of you, people are honoring the Lord. God's name is magnified because of you and I. That will please him. I said, that will please him. May you and I seek to please the Lord. May you and I seek to know God's will for our lives. What is God's will for my life? What is his will for my life? His will for my life might not necessarily be what I want. But his will for our lives, he will give us the grace to do it. And it will not be burdensome. It might be difficult. It might not be convenient, but it will not be grievous. Glory to God. It will not be grievous. Anything that brings grief, you are doing it with grief. You are doing it with fear. You are are afraid. You are doing this grief. When the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear. When every single messenger of God that came in the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation, when people are afraid, the, the angel always said, fear not. Even Jesus said, why did you fear? Why didn't you have faith? So let's not be moved with fear. Let's be moved by faith. Because faith is the victory or the tool that gives us victory over the world. Hallelujah. Shall we stand to our feet? Oh, hallelujah. 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 Let's bless the Lord. Lord God, we bless your name and worship you. We honor you, oh God. May our lives bring honor to you. May the things we do, may the way we live Honor you always and please you always. In the name of Jesus. We want to please you in everything we do. We want to love you. We want to serve you. We want to walk in a spiritual mind. We don't want to walk in a carnal way. We don't want to walk in a natural way but we want to think in a spiritual way. We want to do the things that please you. Lord, we pray for you to increase our faith. We have the faith you've given to us, but we want to walk in faith. We want to walk by faith. We want to do the things that will give you honor and that will please you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let's just ask him. In the name of Jesus. Speak to him and ask him to be gracious unto you. I want to love you, Lord, with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my might. I want to serve you with my strength. I want to serve you with my heart and my desires. I want to serve you, O God, with my mind, my will, my intellect. Adjust my will to yours, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Ask him, Lord, I want to love you more. Lord, I want to love you more. Lord, I want to read my Bible and pray every day. Lord, I want to be filled with the knowledge of your will. Lord, I want to honor my parents. Lord, if you can use anything, use me. May I desire to know your will. May I desire to bring glory to you. May I be kind to others. Ask the Lord to make you kind to others. Kindness. Kindness. Whether it is a a person who has mental illness, whether it's a person who is poor, whether it's a person who cannot repay you back, whether it's a person who is vulnerable. Lord, may I be kind to all. May I be kind to the person who cannot help themselves. May I be kind to those who are rejected by all. In the name of Jesus. Thank God I got to talk to a prostitute who used to serve the Lord. She served, she used to serve the Lord in the church and back went out of the church. And fornication here and there, had a couple of babies, and then after that, prostitution. When the person heard the gospel of Jesus Christ and gave her life to Christ and was weeping. Oh, she was so special to me. As we hugged her and we encouraged, she cried after the gospel and said, Look. I, I, I'm trying. I don't know how. Please help me. I really want to try. I really want to serve the Lord. Others would have said, okay, okay, okay. okay." And God, no. God wants us to love such. Be kind to such. And not see them as they are. For I know no, from henceforth, I know no man after the flesh. I know others... Or I know people now as the object of God's love. May we be so. May that be our story. In our Christ's name. Hallelujah. Father God, we bless and worship you. We thank you for how good you've been. We pray that you would cause us to please you in everything we do. May we please you. May we honor you. May we love you in Jesus' name. Whilst we are praying, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you know in your heart that you are not born again, if you know in your heart that if you die today, you do not know whether you will go to heaven or hell, if you know in your heart that you are far away from God, but you want Jesus Christ to save you, You want Jesus Christ to be the Lord of your life. Then I want you to raise your hands where you are. If you are watching, just raise your hands right where you are. And repeat after me. Very important to repeat after me. Why? Because Romans 10, in fact, John chapter 3, verse 3, 4, and when you read the whole of John chapter 3, it explains that if you and I are not born again, we cannot enter or even see the kingdom of heaven. That we must be born again. We must be born again. Then the Bible explains what it means to be born again or saved, the same thing. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse nine and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, meaning that we must confess Jesus Christ as Lord and God. Son of God, the same as God. Lord and God, not uh, 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 someone who is high. No, God, the third, second person of the Godhead, second person of the Godhead. L- Jesus Christ as Lord. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, and shall believe in thine hearts that God has raised him from the dead. We must believe that Jesus died. He was not in a coma. (laughs) Coma, you're out. You cannot be saved if you feel Jesus was in a coma. You must believe that he died. His blood was shed. Blood on the floor. There was blood. He died and was buried. And after the third day, God raised him from the dead. If you don't believe this, don't waste your time in church. You will not go to heaven. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Then it's explaining how this turns into salvation. For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. So we believe the gospel message. Jesus died for our sins his blood was shed for our sins and God risen from the dead when we believe that we are made right with God just by believing that and with the mouth we confess what we believe in our hearts and we are saved so if you believe what I've said you believe the gospel message then repeat after me heavenly father I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I, I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. I believe that his blood was shed for my sins. I believe that God raised him from the dead. dead. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and come into my life. please life. Please Please forgive me for all my sins. Please cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hallelujah. If you've given your life to Christ, if you've said this prayer for the first time, or you've backslidden and you've said this prayer, you are now back into the family of God. Of course, being backslidden does not mean you left. It just means that you've gone astray, you have turned away from God, and you just need to come back to God. Hallelujah. So you are saved. If you've said this prayer for the first time, you are born again. And and those who have left God, have forsaken God, I want to encourage you to come back home. The prodigal son left his father. Of course, this was not talking about any human being on earth has never and will never. He's talking about heavenly father. Come back to our father. Come back to God. Amen. Come back. Amen. Come back. And don't let the elder brothers mis- worry you because you have sinned and because you have turned away from God. Come back to God. Come back and be reconciled back to God because you are, you, you, you are a Christian And you've gone astray come back home god loves you and god is calling you back so come back to jesus and god will bless you hallelujah let's put our hands together for jesus and take our seats oh hallelujah 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 it's now time to take our offering let's take out a good offering to bless the lord can give a good offering to the Lord and the ways are on on the screen. Hallelujah. I don't see it. Okay. Hallelujah. So you can text to give. Hallelujah. Those on uh, social media can just look on the um, description and you'll find it so text give to 817 826 and god will bless you father god bless our offering in jesus name amen god bless you those on social media i want to say god bless you or online viewers god bless you i pray that god gives you a blessed week a blessed holiday uh, at least those in the u.s those abroad god bless you god multiply the good things in your life. God bless you all with everything good in Jesus' name. God bless you all and shalom, shalom. Till next time, God bless you.